Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. is um, Lucas's big uh, news. His big reveal. Yeah, his, he's teased this sort of like huge um, ground breaking. He said, guys, yeah. I've got massive news. It's breaking. Something, um, it's going to be huge for the podcast. You need to be really looking forward to this. Something big that could, that he thinks has been something about their whole career that could change his entire opinion of uh, the album we're covering today. So that I, think, is, I think it's just you're just really that selling is it. huge ground baking stuff. Really, I said ground, ground baking. baking, ground because baking it's the ground. so hot. Your take, yeah, like the sun which bakes <laughs> the ground. And also, hello and welcome to Do You Love Us? A critical analysis of the. Come on, man! What is it? A critical analysis of the history cultural impact and music of Manic Street Preachers. I'm Adam Scott Glasspool. With me is Lucas Way. Yep. And Steve Murphy. Prison. Yep, here. Um, And what are we? We are a uh, podcast about Manic Street Preachers. We're going through their entire discography, album by album, track by track, asking the questions, does context matter to the way you listen to music? Uh, Does knowing the history of the band changed the way you feel about their output and more importantly we're asking the question do you love us us being the band Manitary Preachers and not us the host of the podcast do you love us that you are listening to now breathe there we go Steve I've just noticed you're sitting on your sofa your new sofa that yeah it's real cozy very well, cool. well I'm interested to see how that holds up because like you can't 
sit back on it, can't you? If you're an office chair, you're sort of forced into that. Did I, yeah, my back already hurts. Did I mention yeah, you... that we've got 20 tracks to get through on the first disc oh, of yeah. Lipstick Traces <laughs> that we're covering today? So maybe yeah, we shouldn't yeah. start I wouldn't, straight with I wouldn't worry, because none of them are any good. Straight off the top. Straight, just straight off. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm obviously being facetious. At least, of them are good. <laughs> at least, at least three of them are good. Yeah, there's three or four on there that are very good. There's um, at least three or four on this. Yeah, Lucas, where did we leave them last time? <sighs> They'd released a best of. That's true. It contained one of their ten best songs. Wow! 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 Yes. Door to the river. What a treat for the ear. I mean, it actually Holes. contained more than one of their top songs because it, it also had a load of other songs. I mean, yeah, it had a load of their big um, hot badgers, as my autocorrect <laughs> said today. <laughs> Most of which yeah. didn't make my top ten, though. So actually, no. Adam's amazing typo earlier saying that a particular song was a hot badger. Mm. Uh, well, Lucas, you did have, you know, Everything Must Go and Faster and... Uh, do you know what? Let's... Um... Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, where we left we them, they released, a, they released Greatest Hits to try and get some yeah. money because they were poor or something. No, no your enemy didn't work out. Yeah, they, so no, your well. enemy cost them all their money. They were, they were running out of money. They needed it some money. They released money the Greatest they Hits. They needed they're, money. They're preaching on the streets. Yeah, and so now they're releasing a lot of B-sides because they need to just quickly get some stuff out there because they need the money whilst they record a real album. Uh, yeah, although I would say if you want to um, fill your coffers with cash, the way to do that is not to release a B-Sides collection. Mm. I think but also they don't need to get in the studio, do they? They've yeah, done it exactly. all, so it's just whack it out. Um, I think you know this is a time that they are looking back and reflecting. At this point, they've done as many albums without Richie Edwards as they have done with. Um, so that's like a nice little point to reflect on their career they've you know said you know these are our hits and then they're doing the little little deep dive into the crate of the b-sides which we'll explore but first of all in 2003 at the very beginning in january they do a four date tour of japan okay so that changes how i feel about this entire album yeah um also in 2003 they play glastonbury um where Glastonbury Festival. It's in Pilton. Uh, of course, they headlined in 1999, uh, and in yep. 2003, they are second down to Moby on the Sunday night. Creepy man Moby. Yeah, that was the year that uh, R.E.M., Radiohead, and Moby played. Uh, they, that... they were headlining. You would have lost your shit. That's my holy trinity: Radiohead, REM, and Manic Street Preachers, and they all played the Pyramid Stage that year. Yeah, yeah. Moby's the reason I'm scared to go bald. <laughs> right. I think. No offense. What did he say? What did he said to, to you? Uh, you're going to have to come to terms with that fear pretty soon. <laughs> because if if I can't grow a beard, uh, right, and so if I go bald, I'll look like Moby. You mean like an egg? Or Dean Pelton from Community, or in like a, a, a similar, I'll egg. just look like a little egg man. Mm, little Eggman. Like I think people marble. who can grow a beard, it, it's acceptable to have hair on at least one end of your face. Yeah. Or both, not neither. Right. 
Lucas, not acceptable. I think you need to not be so, uh, you know, conscious of how you look and just be happy with your inner self. Or yeah, is, I can't, that, believe, I can't my, imagine being out super question? conscious of how you look. But my inner self is dog shit as well, so <laughs> what have I got to go off? <laughs> <laughs> they played a weird set at Glastonbury. Uh, they played uh, a new song that ended up being a B-side, some deep cuts from the Holy Bible. They played the B-side that nobody had ever heard before that was uh, going to be released on Lipstick Traces, and some covers... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, weird. Why? Uh, I mean, I did know. they also play like Tolerate and? Yeah, they did. They played a few of the hits as well, but it's just. Did a... they have their own toilet? Not this time. They had maybe no, learned, learned the, the error lesson. of their ways. They played mm. a handful of European festivals in July, and they also did an HMV gig. They did like a signing tour when Lipstick Traces came out. Um, they did an HMV gig where they played a bunch of B sides for the first and for some of them only. Uh, time. They don't play live again until the following June um, when they play at the Isle of Wight Festival and they subbed The Who. Who? Yes. Right. Um, yeah. Who? At, who's at Isle of Wight Festival that year? Yes, they are. Yeah. Mm. Who's mm. at Isle of Wight Festival that year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were. Good. Yeah. Third base. Uh, they released <laughs> Lipstick Traces on uh, July 14th, 2003. It is 35 tracks long. It is 118 minutes long. There is <laughs> one brand new track and one that is previously unreleased. Does anyone want to guess its chart position? A B-sides collection for the Monetary Preachers, whose star is sort of on the decline. 24. You both said it at once, and I'm going to have to ask you both to repeat it. <laughs> 13. Oh, 24. Okay. Didn't do okay. I tried. <laughs> Counting me in there. Lucas, 24. Lucas, you are closer, because it got to number 11, which, huh. you know, just outside the top 10 for a B-Sides collection is uh, is pretty good. I mean... Forever do, delayed. Couldn't they have just not told people they were B-Sides and been like, yeah, it's a new album. Enjoy. I think people would have been fairly annoyed if they had bought all of the singles with the B... Do you, hang on. Do you know what a B-side is? Yeah, but most people okay. wouldn't know, would they? Most people wouldn't know the difference. Most people wouldn't like... Mo- how many people... What's the percentage who know it's a B-side collection? I don't know. Maybe you could uh, start up a poll, um, Lucas. Right, I've, got po- I've now, got, I've, I've now yeah. got polls on Zoom, so... Between the three of us. Give me a sec. Okay. Um, so we have to which... answer whether or not we know it's a B-side's collection. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that though. So it's a hundred percent. That's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, that's very interesting. How many tracks? <laughs> Thirty-five. Yeah, which right. brings me to my hot take. Okay. Okay. Mannix need an editor. Okay. Oh. Because pr- I, I, I a lot of their albums mm. are just that that little bit too long. How that's many times long. have me and Steve said, "Yeah, I've sort of zoned out at this point." They've mm. lost me a bit. Just fucking learn when to cut three tracks and make it shorter. And in I... this case, learn when to cut 11 or 12 tracks and make it... Sh- they've got covers. They've got live versions. They've got fucking re- like a re-version of Spectators of Suicide. No one needs that. 
Lucas, would you agree that they shouldn't have had repeat stars and stripes? No, 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 no. Well, I'm just saying that. Well, it's just kind of. So once again, this album. Spoiler alert! We're going to get to that point where in that that last that last quarter, that last third, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm bored now. I didn't view this that way. Yeah, it's yeah. Not an it album. isn't a piece. It's not a p- yeah, album. But it's, it's a load a of tracks of... I have to listen to, though. And unless I'm listening on <laughs> Shuffle, which, as we know, apparently is sacrilegious. I would say that's fine. It has the same shuffle, effect yeah. where I got to just a kid and I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm, I'm get, get rid. That's very bored interesting. And we'll, which, we'll is they, which, we which we know they did with Know Your Enemy. Yeah. We know they did with Generation Terrorists. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they also did with either Everything Must Go or... This is one. my truth. This may be a touch too long. But yeah. then this I isn't love. really an this album. Is, this is Lucas like holding court in Parliament. Just We know that they did it with Generation just Terrorists. Just learn we to know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, but this is it's a compilation. Th- this isn't supposed to be an album that is like tight. It's supposed to be sprawling and a, and a reflection on you know, what they've done so far. And I would say that the point of a B-side collection is to introduce people who aren't familiar with the B-sides to the B-sides. This isn't all of the B-sides, Lucas. This misses off 50 B-sides. They are just... (laughs) (laughs) So they had an editor. Yeah, they had to choose which ones went on and which ones didn't. They got the editors in. But ostensibly, and he said, "Oh, you've got to cut down the tracks <laughs> on the lipstick tracing." But ostensibly, the for the yeah, purpose good. for the purpose of us recording this podcast, I'm having to treat this like an album and go through all the tracks and listen to them and make notes on them. And but guess to me, what? When I, listen- I got fucking bored. I, I listened too long. Shuffle. I listened on shuffle, Lucas, and I didn't. Yeah. I, and I, I didn't listen at all in one go to this album. Same. I mean, I mean, Steve admitted to me off mic that some of these songs he's only listened to once. So yeah, yeah no, same. I, I have to skip past some of these. The the other albums I viewed as a piece, as an album, as I and I a didn't do that with this. And this isn't a statement. It's, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a collection of flotsam and jetsam. Oh, um, I didn't like that at all. And well, you know, well, I, I told you my hot take was not as hot as you were hoping it to be. No, that's just as hot as I was expecting. We're done. It to be. That we're, it's done. The take is done. <laughs> the, the podcast is that's done. That's the, the thing... biggest thing I have to say about this album. The thing that I, I found interesting. Oh, f- fuck off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I found interesting about B sides in general, and subsequently find interesting about Lipstick Traces. Um, is that B-sides are often a time where a band will like loosen up a bit and try new things or do something a bit fun or sometimes a bit like off-kilter. And but Manics do that on the albums. But, well, exactly. They genre hop like on the albums and get loose and off-kilter. And so what it means is the B-sides are like, there's nothing, nothing fun going on. <laughs> They're just B-sides. All, exactly. All of yeah. these songs are like... As earnest as and serious as like songs that could have been on the album. This is my hot take. I'll be honest. Mm. It seems like all these tracks were recorded for albums but weren't used. That's interesting. That's what it feels Steve. like. Well, that's yeah, interesting. And, and actually, that's how I feel. And, 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 like, they, and they recorded them and then thought, Do you know what? We're not yeah. going to use these on the albums, but we should use them that, for something else. That's the vibe I get from this. Yeah. 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 And as yeah. a result, the quality is basically that of a bunch of B sides. Disagree. Uh, I think some of them are are, are good. I think but some of them are very enough. good. And I, I don't think that there are any here where you're like, okay, well, that should be on the album. 
Yeah, good point. I think that these are all... Bees, Some are very guess, fun, right? but I can't wait to hear what albums they were supposed to be on. But also, there's nothing <laughs> I mean, like fun or throwaway about them. Like They're not like, oh, we're just mm-hmm. kind of doing a B-side just for a bit of fun. It's like, well, no, this is this could be the best song we ever write, and like all of their earnestness is kind of poured into it. Do you know what I mean? They're a very serious band. Yeah. I mean, Steve, I don't know what you've done, but I've put a guess on every single track as to what album it belongs on. I haven't done that. Some of the things I've got written down you, probably yeah, kind of but, hint at that. I mean, but so you guys are going to guess as we go. Can we keep, okay. can we keep scores? Mm-hmm. And also, sure. I feel like if I've got the album and you say, no, it's off the single to tolerate, and I've said the album that tolerates on. I oh, yeah, that's all we're looking for. We're then just that's, looking for then era. Then that's fine, right? That we're just counts. looking for era, yes. Right, I'm gonna open well, up a little. I'm gonna open up a little is, notepad document. Okay, Lucas is now. Set you can have the a little rules. competition with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas is now, set the rules. He knows what he's doing. I want. Here we go. Well, hang on, I need to write the notes. Lucas, so, obviously, yep. you'll have heard it at the beginning of the episode. Steve. The Lipstick Traces compilation starts with um, Prologue to History, which we've already covered. So you will already know which era that is from. Uh, that is from. The this is my truth era, um, so no points to anybody for that one. Um, and it was going to replace what again, or does replace it on, on the reissue? It replaces nobody loved you, which Ugh, is yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a fine decision, but in in the order of the album, it's it's stupid. What stupid. And they do it again. the album. <laughs> Outdated joke. They do it again. We just send away the tigers. Um, but, uh, which, which, but, uh, uh, Steve, you won't like. I tell you what, actually, because just quickly to address the uh, the the length issue, um, the upcoming albums are twelve tracks and then uh, ten tracks. Uh, um, and but is I each think... track eleven minutes long? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still the longest album they've ever put out. Separate discs. So after Prologue to History is uh, a song called Forever Delayed. You ready? Go for it. I really like that. I really like Forever Delayed, yes. and I'm going to go straight in with that. Supposed to be, was it going to be potentially on This Is My Truth? No, I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go. With no, whoa! <laughs> that means stop a horse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, know your enemy. Uh, no. Oh, everything must go. No. Made for this album. Yes. Oh, because <laughs> this is my next question. One point to be... Lucas. What? <laughs> Does that not count as a point? No. 
That's not okay. really know your enemy uh, territory. No, I meant the fact that I got it was on this album. But... Oh no, you get one guess. You get one guess. My next question was going to be "Forever Delayed" seems to be that, that phrase seems to be cropping up a lot. Obviously, it was on that was the name of the best of, but I think we maybe heard it before it's that. In, um, oh, I think it's in "Roses in the Hospital." Yeah, okay. They the, just like that. It's the name more. of the forum that we look at constantly to see if people are talking about us as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Spelt yeah, slightly yeah, differently yeah. here with a four and ever. Ooh, Probably yeah. referencing Richie there with the four real, maybe. Yeah. Uh, how stupid do you have to be as a band to release a compilation called Forever Delayed and not release this as the single for it? <laughs> and then put it on a B-side collection <laughs> later. Second track in. So it was recorded at the same time as There by the Grace of God, which was obviously the single off of Forever Delayed. I don't Yeah. This is better than There by the Grace this of is God. A, a better single. Yeah, it right? is. What? Um I, I do just... think it's interesting that you both said this is my truth and know your enemy because I think it sounds like a, a cross between those two sort of albums. It has the, that kind of anthemic yeah. chorus. But also it has that sort of crunchy, slightly experimenting with electronic sort of stuff that No Your Enemy had. Um, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, I really like this track. Yeah, it's... it's just got that, that um, big chorus, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, chorus is dece. Chorus is yeah. dece. My cool. echo just activated at me dece saying core. the word chorus is dece. So. Really? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by chorus is dece. <laughs> Uh yeah, good. I think uh yeah, I think that should have been the single for the uh for the best of. I think that the Manics also think that now as well. I've I think I've heard them say oh, that really? in interviews saying like how did we not release this? Uh, occasionally they've realized that they're called the same thing and been like we should, well, we should have done that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they also dropped the ball on uh on singles for the next album, which we will get into when we get into it. Spillsies. Mm. All right, so next, Sorrow 16. New Art Riot. Yeah. The Punky Monkeys. I'm going to say it's potentially was supposed to be on New Art Riot or Generation Terrorist. You can't, go Generation you can't Terrorist say two. Just, <laughs> I, I was just about to say, I'm gonna, because Lucas said one, I'm going to go with Gen Ter, which is what I'm calling New R.I. So how uh, finickety do we want to be? It's technically in between those two releases. Well, well you my... are the boss, so you need to um, make a stance. It was on the uh, Motown Junk single, 
which was a right. A, that was my a different session note. to New Art Riot, and also different sessions to Generation Terrorists. Like New no Art points. Riot, New Art Riot sounds worse than this yeah, song, like none. in terms of production, and but it doesn't have the electronic drums that Generation Terrorists had. Yeah. So you are still yeah, I've both written it's got Motown junk vibes. Yes, it does have Motown junk vibes. Yeah, and that, yeah. so it was the B-side to that. That makes a hell of a lot of sense. I, I really have, like it. I would have really liked Generation Terrorist to have had that production style. Like, yeah. with the real drums and a little bit messier, Generation Terrorist. Bit rough around the edges. Naughty little punk boys. Lean to me. The punky monkeys, please. The, oh, sorry, the punky monkeys. Yeah. Uh, Lucas, what do you think? Don't like it. Great. Uh, do you want <laughs> <laughs> Do you, to, do you want to expand on that? It's where it just sounds like the old Punky Monkeys manics, which I didn't. I, I mean, I thought New Art Riot was dog shit. Dog shit, your favourite uh, review. And sentence. this sounds like New Art Riot, but within a better studio. So, great. yeah, that's true. I think that's what me and Steve like about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like it's exactly Riot, that. Yeah, in a in a in a, in a nicer yeah. studio. Because uh, yeah. I like Motown Junk, so give me more of that. Motown yeah. Junk was was I seem to remember thinking it was okay. No, you liked Motown Junk. Oh, woohoo! I did like the woohoo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Not this song lacks, though. A woohoo. woohoo, Yeah, that's true. Um, I also like the phrase Sorrow 16 as like a play on Sweet 16 in like the the, the manix, nihilistic, never grow up kind of of way. Oh, sorry. Lucas leaned forward into the mic and I thought he was going to say something. (laughs) Silly me. Silly. Want to get closer to you? Yeah, good song. Cool song. I mean, d- d- definitely a B side, though. Like, what is? What I mean, what's it about? I didn't read the lyrics. Uh, it's one of those that sort of like collagey sort of songs that they sort of specialised in around, you know, before Generation Terrorists and Lucas is sort of rolling his eyes. Um, Steve's already getting uncomfortable for my back not having a any backrest <laughs> sitting on a sofa was a mistake. I'm put a load of cushions behind the small of my back. Guys, judge yourself. Always do. It's just Nirvana, isn't it? I assume that Lucas dislikes that one pretty heavily. Uh, I did put bass in all caps. Okay. <laughs> uh, apart from that, uh, it's... Uh, it's Nirvana. My, it does I've sound written, a lot like Nirvana. I've yeah. written a guess as to what album it's on, and then upon hearing it just now again, I'm changing You're rethinking it. Okay, so Steve, do you want to you wanna lay first. down first? 
I'm going to lay pipe down. I'm trying to learn this new phrase you tried to tell You're me. Going to poo yourself. About laying pipe. No, laying pipe is... I don't want to go into it. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to say gold against the soul. Mm. Okay. So I, I originally put GT, but I'm changing it to the Holy Bible because of the guitar tone. Interesting. Lucas is correct. Ah, Although, nice. Uh, this, no, is although. Its, this is its first official release. Um, okay. No one had heard this song until it was put on this compilation. It is the cool. um, it's the last recording, like full studio recording they did with Richie. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so it's after the Holy Bible in theory, but so it, it's actually almost a little indication of where they would have gone after the Holy Bible. Um, There's a very clear s- sound to Holy Bible now. I, is, if, li- yeah. listening back and listening to the B sides that I have guessed to be on the Holy Bible, I think there is a very clear sound there is muddy there is a very uh, a very clear production choice and timbre to the songs and it's basically mm. a lot of flanger and chorus and stuff to make it sound muddy and uh, yeah. sort of disgusting this was recorded for the judge dread film starring sylvester stallone oh. was it yes. not the good that why... not the good one no not dread this is the original the that's 90s why it's called... judge dread that's why it's called Judge yourself. yourself. Yeah, and uh, You're, Richie, yourself. Richie, huge fan of um, Judge Dredd. Uh, be pure, be vigilant, behave is uh, from Judge Dredd comics, which is a lyric from PCP. Um, I didn't know that. There you go. I think I've actually forgot to uh, mention it. Um, there you go. Uh, Tying up loose ends. It was, it, was, it was given a new mix by Dave Erringer for this release. So it sounds a little bit fuller, a little bit punchier than it might have done back in the day. Because I think okay. that at that point they were still on that sort of very sparse recording style. Um, I like it. It's got a cool solo. It's... it's got references to stuff like Dionysus, which is the Greek god of hedonism. And it's it's just, yeah, it's got that, that richy flavour to it. Um, it's very grunge. It's really grunge, um, yeah. I am wearing my plaid shirt in honour of that song. <laughs> um, I think it's really great. And, it, and it's an interesting little glimpse into where they... they might have gone you know is, is that the, yeah. the direction they would have gone or are they just sort of were they tailoring that sound to the style of the film in sort of like a, a futuristic punk sort of style the that, is, that judge red has dystopian a lot of richie's lyrics you couldn't have really written like uplifting nice songs to because of the bleak 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 i Ooh, i know well, things that haven't happened yet but also we're talking about richie's return yes the return <laughs> yep. of richie edwards yep. uh lucas what about small black flowers that grow in the sky no, there's always going to be exceptions what about the girl who wanted to be god that was not that's oh, a richie lyric li- oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> he hates it do a poll uh, um, i think i don't like grunge music <laughs> okay Okay, man. I'm not apart a massive from, fan. Apart from Nirvana, who I think maybe at this point is just nostalgia. Mm. I don't think I like grungy music. Hot take. Mm. Not enough strings. Hot yeah, take, no but strings. Lucas doesn't respond to lo-fi music way. Not big on grunge. Is it because you, now at the age of, you know, you've gone 30 now. Is it just like, oh, I just want something that's pleasant rather than something that's a bit yeah. of a chore? You can't be asked to rebel. I don't want to rebel. 
There yeah. are more rebelling years of way past me. I'm happy with the way things are. I'm not happy with the way things are. But cranking up so- Papa Roach in your. Uh... Should we move on to the next song? Yeah. All right. Which one's the next one? Oh, Socialist Serenade. Socialist Serenade by the Manic fucking dog Street Preachers. Oh, God, yeah, the dog. Street preachers here on Do You Love Us? <laughs> Lucas, are you okay, man? Catchy little number, I think. No. It is. Like, there's a really messy bit at the end. There's like a piano over it, and yeah. it's really cool. But that dog can fuck off. It's coming all the way there's through so like, the second half. He's such yeah. a shit and it, dog. I had to pause it a few times because I thought, oh, there's a fucking dog outside. <laughs> and it just really wound me up. You know, like when you're in the car and the radio's playing, and then they'll like have car honks or whatever on, the, on an advert. Yeah. And it's just really distracting. There used to like, be an advert. There used to be an advert on the telly box which had a ding dong of, of a doorbell, and it is exactly my doorbell on this advert. Domino's Pizza. It was for a cat. It was for a cat yeah. food, and I'd always be like, oh, do- oh no, it's that fucking advert again. Every time. Mm, there you go. Uh, yeah. Is this from no, it ruins is this the song. know Your Enemy era? No. Steve? Uh, oh, don't oh, give thank Steve you. the fucking answer. Well, you asked him a question and he responded. Well, uh, That's what Steve was going to say as well. Yeah. Uh, everything must go. It's this is my truth. Ah, that's, um, but does not. It was recorded a bit later than those other B sides, and and you find that like, so when when you when you have a successful album, you potentially end up releasing more singles than you thought you were going to, and maybe you don't have enough uh, B sides, so you go back in and just write kind of like oh. whatever is 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 around that moment, and um. Okay. And so that's how you end up with things like Bishop Ro- Bishop's Robes and Talk Show Host by Radiohead that end up as B-sides to the Benz, but recorded between the Benz and OK Computer and kind of end up showing you where OK Computer is going to go. Um, I'm glad B-sides... No, I'm not glad B-sides aren't a thing anymore, but that sounds tedious. The idea of having to record a track just for the sake of filling a spot on a single. Oh, God, yeah. Imagine having to do your job. It must be instead of tedious. Instead of, like, B-sides being... I don't know. The problem is now we've lost oh. B-sides as a thing, which is a shame because, like, there's some good B-sides out there. 
but... But you just said... I'm... Wait. <laughs> what? I'm thinking uh, aloud. What's your point? I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. That's it. Um, that's my no, thought. No, he's still thinking. Okay. No, now he's thinking out quiet. I mean, really, a B-side now, They would surely you'd just release it as an A-side... Like you just release a song. No, I think for the sake of releasing a song, is you get um, deluxe versions of albums. Yeah, that have like five extra tracks, and they yeah. would have been B sides back in the yeah. day. I don't like I don't like deluxe albums. I uh, didn't ask about it. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so it does. Yeah, it does sound like it's going towards more. Sounds no, like enemy, it's going towards sense. No Your Enemy. Yeah, um, but then I guess it's in the same vein as that. Prologue to History was supposed to be on This Is My Truth, right? Yeah, and that doesn't fit, seem like it fits on it. But that was actually recorded before This Is My Truth yeah. came out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's all a bit widdly widdly woo you know? Uh, it's almost to... like my whole scoring thing is uh, a bit unnecessary and pointless because none of these are actually recorded with a particular album in mind. Uh, well, no, but they, they reflect the era in which they're recorded. Do you know Apart I mean? from when they also reflect the album that they're going to be doing next. And Yeah, sure. But it's a B-side to a single off that album. Yeah, this one wasn't so people will have and, heard it. Yeah, this one wasn't released until like six months after the album came out, but a year and a half before No Your Enemy came out. Mm. You know? So it's just, mm. a, just a little indication. seems to be about New Labour as well, which dates it. There was originally a um, another verse in there. Um, do you want to hear what the lyrics that verse, that verse are? Always. Okay. I love lyrics. Robin Cook's gone wild. He's licking too much pussy. John Prescott's still cool. Must be because he's Welsh. We're not talking buckets of water here. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm glad yeah. they, they said, took that out. They said pussy, so they're cool. I mean, I'm really glad they took that out. That's John Prescott's all right, because he's Welsh. Yeah, absolute nonsense. Uh, donkeys. Steve's got his hands in the air. <laughs> Bang up. Steve, you Bass, had your, your arms aloft. I really like donkeys, Adam. What do you think of the song, though, Steve? I just really like... I really like donkeys. <laughs> um, the song. Um, it's great. Like, Yeah. This is, uh, this is a bit of a fan favourite B-side, actually. Oh, good. Lo- I was worried it wouldn't it be. should have been on the album... That it which came is, from, which is... This is my truth, tell me yours. Gold against the soul. It's gold against the soul. For fuck's sake. Steve <laughs> was... <laughs> Steve was right out. <laughs> Five is right out. Um, like, 
musically it's fine. Like yeah, like Lucas said, the bass is great. You bass know. is cool. It'll do be do do do. But um, like the melody and 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 James's vocals are just mm. awesome. He does this amazing falsetto every now and again, like uh, towards the end maybe. Um, it's actually just and, a high chest voice. Okay, you mean like ah? Rather no, than no, that, ah! no, that both of those you just did were falsetto. Hold on, no. Ah! Is that chest? No, no, no. Yeah. the first one was chest. No, it fucking wasn't. Falsetto doesn't mean falsetto doesn't just mean high. It's just yeah, when you're speaking like that. It's from the throat instead of the chest. Mm. He was mm. doing that from the throat. Steve can't go that high in chest voice. Ah! See. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I also there's like a guitar solo and there needs to be more guitar solos and stuff and the song's called Donkeys uh, presumably at the time of this song being recorded only second album in we know about the musical abilities of the members of the band at this point in their career Nicky couldn't play this on the bass could he? Uh, probably not yeah I think that, you know. I think it's probably JDB. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, he's he's just announced his um, solo album, uh, and um, there was a tweet. Which, who out are we there. talking about? Who? James Dean Bradfield. He, he uh, and and he's, he's released a couple of tracks from it. And um, one of the press points that I saw on Twitter was, um, and James played all the instruments. And the very funny Steve Burnett. Uh, Hello, Steve. Uh, tweeted back. Oh well, that won't that have been a novelty for him? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have probably actually. This is one of the few that I think it would have added to Gold Against the Soul as like a nice change of pace. Uh, I, I think actually, Steve, the James's voice is what gives it away for me as being Gold Against the Soul because that's a very young voice on James, and the bass-heavy mm. mix kind of. Um, yeah, maybe paves, not good at this game. It, it paves the way for the Holy Bible a bit as well, I think, actually. Ooh. Um, in, the, in the way that the bass is very high in the mix. And yeah, like you said, Steve, what a solo. Uh, yeah. Lucas, what do you make of the track, do you think? Do you, do you like donkeys? I quite like... Donkeys are very cute. Donkeys are yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. That's what the song's uh, about. Is it? It's a B-side. No, no, yeah, we know it's a B-side, Lucas. Sounds like a B-side. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because it is a B-side, Lucas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, nah. Fair, fair, absolutely fair. Guess what? You're gonna, you're gonna get a lot of that this episode. Yeah, I thought I might. Great. Uh, comfort comes. It's like our long discussion about this meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
sure I'm not just satisfied. What a horrible solo. Ah, uh, this song's cheeky. <laughs> cheeky. It's, it's also cheeky. If this is cheeky. This is the song where I said if I'm wrong on what album it's off, I will fist myself. Okay. Which is <laughs> which is God. which is the holy bible. Wrong. It's off Generation Terrorists. Wrong. Oh piss. <laughs> Lucas has got his fist out. Do you know what the funniest thing about that? Those, those. Do you know what we know this song, yeah. don't we? I've heard this That's before. The thing is, is we we were yeah. going to include this on the album, uh, on the episode yeah. for the album that it was, and then we decided not to do B sides that way. Uh, this is yeah. this is God Against the Soul era. Yeah, I I know I've heard this. Yeah, wait, did, and that'll be why you've so written Steve notes did, on this. Did Steve get it right? No, no. What did Steve say? No, I'm not going to get any right, Lucas. We've learned uh, this now. How is that not? The fucking early Bible. It's got well, the same vocal timbre. That's the thing. This it's, is this is their first experiment with that style. It's got the it's got the the <laughs> that very sort of spiky guitar which they do. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely a, maybe the Manics are wrong and you're right. <laughs> <sighs> well, maybe maybe they forgot Gosh. to tidy it up as part of their time traveling adventures. Uh, and it is from the Holy Bible era, but accidentally got inserted into the time stream. A Hold few on. months. Which one are we early. talking? Does rock and roll exist in this one or not? I don't know. I can't remember. We're going to have to listen gonna back have to are get we, a diagram. Going. Are we going to do a bonus episode on the timeline? Probably, but we need yeah. to make sure we've yeah. all got it. All got it. You know. But it's good to sorted. know that we're in the timeline now, where I have to fist myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! It's raw and it's simple and it's stripped back. And I'm talking about the what, song. Are you still talking what about <laughs> Even down to the mix, which is like that extreme stereo separation. And Lucas, you're absolutely right. It's yeah. a definite precursor to the Holy Bible. Uh, uh, I feel like I get, I'll get. I'll give myself a point for that. Yeah, do you I, know what? I reckon, as the arbiter of this, I reckon you can have half a point for that. Because <laughs> cause it is very. it does sound very much like the Holy Bible, but it isn't quite from that era. Which uh, means half a fist for me. Reminds me <laughs> oh. of Faster One pump. a little bit. Um, yeah. Just the rhythm. The yeah. yeah, definitely. And the, the solo, that that sort of atonal weird scale <laughs> solo, yeah. Solo's cool. So yeah. is the twiddly. You say you th- you th- said it was awful. They're... Cool, I like it. Yeah, it's just very atonal and and a bit weird. I really like it. I just assumed Does that you. Does atonal hate it. mean not tonal? Mm, it's not quite in with right, the, like, like, asymmetri- like asexual. Asymmetrical means not symmetrical. Yeah. Mm. Atonal means not tonal. Hmm. Thanks. <laughs> I don't want to give away anything, obviously, in terms of like eras. Excuse me, eras or anything. But I'm, I'm more talking in terms of like. I'm talking in terms of general vibe. I think we're entering Lucas country here. So let's mm. continue with Mr. Carbohydrate. Mr. Cabo had red It's the only thing 
Jesus, arms aloft in celebration. Of a song. Adam, with his finger on the pulse, knew that he'd like this one. <laughs> oh, it's because it's. I'm probably going to guess from Everything Must Go era. Steve, I was going to say guess? Everything Must Go. You're yes, allowed it's... to say the same thing as me, don't worry. Yeah, that's a I know, I a, just did. That's a point each. Um, yeah, def- one. Definitely feels like an Everything Must Go song, but, but to me, also feels um, uh, much closer to that kind of Britpop sound than a lot of, of Everything mm. Must Go. Um, I don't like it i disagree of course i we must am be very much in the middle we must be eternally <laughs> locked in some kind of feud lucas <laughs> yeah i are... i think it's the best thing on this whole collection no way yeah. oh i had that i had that i had oh by the way you one. said there was a song that you think i was gonna love oh no mm. i think i did finally suss out what song it was because i i after a couple of listens was like i'm not sure what this song Oh, we'll you're referring we'll to is we'll get there. Uh, either way, Mr. Carbohydrate, best on the collection. Okay. Um, is this the song about Nikki's love of boring things, i.e., hoovering and watching telly? Yeah, which is why I we, think we it's talked about not it, didn't we? On everything must go because it doesn't fit tonally in terms of lyrically, yeah, I, like I, uh, I, subject matter. I think the themes of everything must go are a little bit more universal. And, Do you know what this reminds me this of? Feels and don't very kill me. Specific, and and the lyrics feel a bit more like the um, this is my truth era. Sort mm. of like so Nikki it's a song just about stuff. Nikki being Nikki being like boring and, and yeah. homely. Yeah. See, I love that man. He's just so my speed. <laughs> He's Can, so my speed. <laughs> Steve. Well, you know, Can like you how me. <laughs> I like wine. <laughs> um, I can't not do that. Sorry. Um. Okay, don't you know like how we like to compare things on this um, podcast, and people rip us to bits on Twitter afterwards mm. for it. This reminded we, do we have me a of a green. Account? We do, yeah. Oh, this reminded me of a Green Day song, <laughs> and it's the one it's like, I think it's called Grout the Grouch, but how he's just talking about sitting his ass all day and watching telly, and that's just what the verses are like in this. It's just like yeah, I just like to sit around and watch the adverts and that. Fair, and that's what I don't, I'm that's not what familiar it, yeah. with the song. Yeah, um, I'm just a grouch sitting on the couch. The world owes me, so fuck you. Well, when we when we do wow, an extensive lyrical, look into the genius. Green Day uh, discography, track Which by track, mean? album by album, we'll we'll get to that. I do not sure. want to do that, or I, I don't want to do this again with any other good album band, uh, because it would be tedious. <laughs> Uh, I've written the word flute in all caps. Uh, uh, yeah, because we've got <laughs> flute. I've written the word flute about six times in my notes.
fine. It's a lovely flute. Can I read my no- notes like as I wrote them out of my head? Yeah, go Is on. that a flute? <laughs> That's a flute. Lovely little bass runs. Shana na na na. Not so much of a fan of that, but like, is that a flute, mate? <laughs> it does have strings. I bet Lucas loves this. I I wrote fucking flute. And then I wrote pleasant, <laughs> and then I wrote nice vibe, and then I wrote little bit of strings, mm-hmm. and then I wrote Mr. Burgundy. Uh, can you explain the end? Because of because because of because of Burgundy okay, yeah. playing the flute, the jazz flute, jazz flute. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, do you want to uh, take a guess as to what era it's from? Everything must go, Steve. This is my truth. It's everything must go. Oh, of course it's, it is. It's from I'm the wrong. same single as the one we heard before it. Um, what do you mean? It's what I mean is, Steve. It's, oh, it's, it's, double... it's from the same single as the one <laughs> before it. Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, he what mean, you, what it means. What so I you mean know is... the one we just heard, Mister Carbohydrate. That was <laughs> yeah. a single to a song. Dead trees and traffic islands was a, a B side single to the to same. Song. I mean, it was song. Okay, so Mister Carbohydrate's single to a song. Okay. Yeah, sure. That single song. Dead Trees, Traffic <laughs> Islands, also B-side song to the single. So the single had two B-sides on the single. That's right. Very Sometimes they had three. That makes more sense. I mean, Ooh. most most B-sides, most singles in those days would have the main, a B-side, and then like a fucking remix or a live track or something. Uh, I mean, at, if you get this... lucky, you get double B-side. Yeah, I mean, at this stage, WB. at this stage, there were two CDs for every single. So you get God. CD one that was the single and one B side, and then you get CD two that was the uh, single and two other B sides. In the early two thousands, that expanded to also include a seven inch release, usually that had another separate B side on it. So that's an album. Yeah, pretty much. That's I why would... there's so many Manix B-sides to get through. I would this. say that's really tedious and who the fuck would ever buy some of them. But I mean, I'm Hello. I'm seeing ne- next on my own little collection of duplicate singles. <laughs> yes, tell that to my complete Manix single collection. Hmm. Um, I think it's fine. I don't, I don't think it fits on the album in the same way that Mr. Carbohydrate doesn't fit on Everything Must Go because I think that that is very close to a perfect album. Um, I think that gave me... Ocean spray vibes. Oh, okay. I mm. I like it. It's up there for me. It's got a flute on it, mate. It's got a lovely flute. Again, I we're talking I, about I, songs, Lucas, not what I, you're currently doing to yourself because you've I got, think, uh, <laughs> got that one wrong. I think I just my, I instinctively know if it's off, everything must go, and like it. You can feel it in your soul. I can feel yeah. it, yeah. And so and so I like it by by default. Interesting. You can feel it. Down my, in your plums. My default position is to enjoy it instead of to be negative and have to be convinced to like it. They got a bluish hue. Well, I had this in my plums. <laughs> I had this down in my plums. I had this next song down as as what would be your favourite, Lucas. I know you did. <laughs> mm.
stop it there just because there's no like chorus or anything to it and I could listen to it all day because it's very pleasant. It's, it's very pleasant. I think he forgets the lyrics. It's um, was that his first attempt at writing lyrics and do you think Nicky should have helped him? Is it This Is My Truth Era? No, Your Enemy. It's Everything Must Go Again. <laughs> so Lucas cannot obviously actually feel it instinctively. In my plums. In his no. plums. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did like it. It's very nice and pleasant and gentle. It's, I mean, it's no Mr. Carbohydrate. Sure. Does it not remind you of Thunderbird's lounge music? It does remind me yeah. a little bit of Thunderbird's yeah. lounge music. I love that little switch up, like where the drums are a surprise, because yeah. the guitar you think like, like it's going to be another like rock track, and then these like swing lounge like drums come in, and also the ending is is absolutely mad. Um, it's very kind of Burt Bacharach esque, that sort of fifties sixties sort of lounge thing. It reminds me a of question? a warm summer's day, is what I've written down. I- in the I've back got that about another song. Ford Mondeo? Are you yeah. in a Ford Mondeo? <laughs> um, did Sean Moore play the trumpet on this? Uh, I believe so. Um, yeah. Interestingly, actually, it was it yeah. was sort of by accident because yeah. they were in the studio recording the B-sides and the engineer said, uh-huh. do you know what? I think this needs more trumpet. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. Sean said, oh, I better go and write a trumpet part for him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting fact. Do you know that that Sean Moore holds one of the fastest times around the Nürburgring in Germany? (laughs) Does he? Yeah. Okay. That's not a bit. It's not a bit. No, that's... uh, Oh, my God. That's real. Yeah, it's like 8 minutes 25 or something in an Audi R4S. Look at Lucas's brain desperately trying to come up with a racing (laughs) Sean Moore pun. (laughs) He was driving and then they said, said, you need more more gas, you need more gas. So he put his foot down. (laughs) Yeah, dealt with that one. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Tick. Idiots. Uh, Adam, you said there was one like, a, couple of, a couple of episodes ago. You were like, "Oh, there's one that you're going to really like off Lipstick Traces because it's got strings, it it's got horns, and it's got, got no lyrics. And it's got no lyrics to worry yeah. about." I didn't. I was looking out for it the whole time, and I didn't register it as that because you said no lyrics to worry about, and it's clearly got. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, it's not this one." Moving on. Do you think that's his first attempt at writing the lyrics, or do you reckon he needed Nikki to help him out? The next one's called Sepia. Yep. Stop me. 
guys. Yeah. That's one of my favourite Manic songs ever. Is it? I love that so much. The song oh. fucks. The, the melody, uh, the simple production, the melody, the lyrics, the melody, the way that he fits <laughs> the lyrics into that melody. Yeah. The melody... Mm. It's all top notch. What did you think of the melody? Didn't rate it. No, <laughs> six out of ten. Um, I really like just that that acoustic guitar rhythm through the whole thing. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's got a real. It's like, a very pleasant song for an for a single recorded in the Know Your Enemy era. I agree. It's everything must go again. Uh, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> uh, so my notes for this song is. Uh, K-Y-E. Sure. Line break. <laughs> Baseline. Line break. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. Okay. Um, I just love it. I like that it's like the preposterous uh, lyrics that he fits into the chorus. Like he manages to make, just like the moment in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid... <laughs> like scan into a line uh in a song is is yeah. impressive and th- that is his speciality though isn't it it is yeah uh also i li- i like the uh the solo that's kind of textural rather than yeah. uh twiddly widdly woo yeah yeah Pro- it, I, I, i'm surprised you, yeah i didn't make it my top 10 Really? I know we did, top 10's last it, episode. Oh, but it was... We couldn't yeah. There's no be- beasts. But it, beasts. It probably just sneaks in there. Uh, above, it's... Um, whatever my number 10 was. Ready for drowning. It didn't. I didn't respond to it like that much, to be totally honest. Like, again, it's like very pleasant. Um, and like I said, like it's just got a good rhythm to it. Mm. The melody is nice. But it, it hasn't um, stood out like this next one. <laughs> Are we ready to move on then? Hmm? It's f- Are you? It's because you love this it's one. It's fine. Shut up, Lucas. <laughs> Go to bed. Lucas, Scott I imagine Matt, uh, um, this is your second favourite on the uh, on the compilation. Me? Yeah. Obviously, this is exactly the kind of music that you like. No, Adam, you got you got me wrong. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I'm surprised that's your read, Adam. Yeah, honestly. that's, like, that's like, weird. I figured we've done this podcast. You're better than this. We've done this yeah. podcast enough. I feel like you would know that a song that sounds like it's off the Holy Bible. Steve. Mm. Wouldn't be my vibe. I'd say Holy Bible. Steve's decided is not right. Steve's decided to start is hedging not right. his bets. No, it, Mike hedging my bets. Yeah. Um, it's the next one. Gold against the soul. Commit. So gold against the soul is the one before the Holy Bible. That's what I meant. Yep. 
It's the Holy Bible. <laughs> For God's sake, I hate it. I'm so angry. <laughs> uh, even I even wrote, even the title sounds like something off the Holy Bible. Yeah, it's from the Faster single. The Sculpture of uh, Man just sounds like something that Richie said um, and wrote down in his dark pages of scrawling text. You're not wrong. Did you make I'm... out any of the other lyrics? Uh, no, I have just noticed, though, that in my rubber, notes, rubber, rubber. I've written THB, the Holy Bible, and then I've written even the title sounds TBH. Even the title which, sounds which isn't the right, to be Which honest. isn't the right yeah. initialism. And then I put the guitar tone is just so TBH. Which, which, again, <laughs> which again isn't the right initialism. This song is so to be honest. <laughs> It's just, you know... Do you know what honest, I love about this? So... It sounds like You Stole the Sun From My Heart at the beginning. Like, exactly the same. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. It, it like, do, do, to the do, point do, where do, I thought do, it... Do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, nope! <laughs> fucking... <laughs> and then I just, like, kind of trash the room. Ah, see, I disagree, because I even wrote in my notes the Holy Bible. Even the title sounds like the Holy Bible. And then TBH. I wrote... And then I wrote... I wrote this within seconds of hearing the song. I was so certain. It does have that flangey sort of guitar. It's got that guitar tone. It's yeah. just it's so it's impossible to miss. Only an only an idiot Drinking. an idiot what would think it might be on Gold Against the Soul. I I don't I've just lost all kind of radar now. <laughs> only and I'm, just, I'm just guessing albums. Only an <laughs> idiot would think that. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm not fuming about losing horrendously. He so is. That's good. He is. I'm not seething. His, I can see it in his eyes. Um, it's just a bit of a throwaway. It's the only one that feels truly no. like throwaway for me. It's my favourite one on this. <laughs> sure. Okay. Love it. No, that's, Energy, that's mate. absolutely fine. Uh, yeah. No, my jam. It's your jam. <laughs> it's my jam. Uh, I'm any, okay. Spectators of Suicide. The most manic sounding title ever. <laughs> Oh, 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 
did they need to put this on here? It's, uh, it's just a bit like, long, isn't it? It's just like an alternate version of a song off of, I think, Generation Terrorists. Steve? Yeah. The, the, uh, the, there is a version of... Go against the soul. <laughs> Adam? Go against the soul. Adam? There is a version of Spectators of Suicides on Generation Terrorists. But hey! This... No, no. <laughs> because this one we're listening to just now is the original. From it's what? From the heavenly era, it was what a B-side. So when they released um, Motown Junk and You Love Us when they were signed to Heavenly Records before Generation Terrorists. So this is the original version of Spectators of Suicide. So and no points. I don't get any points. No points. No oh. points. That was so much better than the Generation it's Terrorists version. Just gives, it's just give a fuck. Like, I've heard so the this... other one now. That version's the prime version now because it's been on an album. But this one is so it. much better. You said the this you is, said the album one sounded like four non blondes. It did it. Yes, I can't a bit, remember. A no, bit. I said no. I said that the intro vaguely gave me this weird little something. Hey, 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 Lucas, what's going on? What? That's pretty oh. good. yeah. Yeah, I see what he's done there. Um, I was going to say I, I recognise the song name. Why? And that's because we've already heard it. <laughs> they, they, okay. they re-recorded it for um, Generation Terrors, but it sounds very different. And this so version. Has a much more sort of uh, indie kind of feeling to it. When you yeah. talked about Generation Terrorists and described the best song on the album, Repeat Stars and Stripes, as, and you said, when you've already got this many tracks, why do you need a remix of a song and also a cover when you were talking about Damn Dog? Mm. That's how I feel about this. It's already, it's a 20 track collection. And we're getting another version of a song we've heard. Sorry, great. I, and we're a minute. Lucas, in a minute, we're going to get a live version of a song. Lucas, have you ever heard like a B-sides collection in your life? Yeah, that's exactly what this is for. It's called it's for, like, lipstick traces. It's for rarities and like archival for, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but there's obviously there's a line to be drawn somewhere. Otherwise, this would have fifty tracks on it. Okay, so and I feel like they should have drawn that line a little bit further back. Okay, but th- this this is a B-side on a single that's now really hard to find. Great. Like, this would have been a lot of people's only chance to actually have a copy of this and hear it. Well, Spotify's a thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, and it's on this, on Spotify. Yeah. Like, you can't get the <laughs> heavenly singles on Spotify. It sounds very summary. I mean, one yeah, nil fine, me. One fine, nil no, me. because you could say Concede the that point and one I'm nil sure me. there are, are songs that were only released as B-sides to things that are now hard to find. And that's... No. They're just... and they're, Well, there must be some, because you said no. there's 50 B-sides. No, there's not. And what I like about the song... It's just this one. Is it just kind and of... So there's a line drawn... By. There's a, there's really a line summary. drawn somewhere. It reminds me of, And like, the line, the I think, should have been... Before this song and strip it down in brackets live were put on this collection. And actually, I think the song kind of gives a kind of... um... Well, yeah, but, you know, the thing is, like, you know, they put Sorrow 16 on here. Which is another B-side from the Heavenly Era. I don't care about the era. It's more that we've already heard this song. There's a line to be drawn. That's... Lucas, didn't Muse release an album with a second disc with Alternate other versions. versions of that whole? Of... Yeah, and it wasn't I'm assuming 20 tra- you don't care about that because it's... it wasn't twenty tracks. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. but it's not B side uh, collection, Lucas. It's not uh, B side uh, collection. A, A, A. It's not twenty a. tracks it's long. T- 
B, hey, hey. yeah, there is an alternate album with alternate versions, and I think there's two or three things off that alternate thing that could fuck off. Right, get well, rid of them. That's fine. But when you're making a compilation, you want to fit as much as you can onto the disc. Bollocks. You think a best of should be ten tracks long? That's not. This isn't a best of. It's it's kind of it goes hand in hand with a best of. It's an archival deep dive into rarities from across a career. Then I'm sure there is a better song to put on there than a, an alternate take of an existing song. Or strip not it alternate down no, live. The alternate take is on Generation Terrorist. F- fine, fine. But also, <laughs> the live track. So there's no other B-sides that were more valid than a live version of a song. I mean, fuck, I agree with fuck you. Fuck off. My, my, problem with your <laughs> my problem with your thing is that you've gone, oh, it's 20 tracks long. As if people don't want the most out of these compilations that they can get. I don't. Well, well Lucas, remember the people buying this are Manix fans. Yeah, this is not like it's not it's not you for you. Introduce, <laughs> you wouldn't introduce people to the band through this collection, would you? Good album artwork, by the way. Yeah, great album artwork. It stole yeah, it nice. for our for our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Artwork. Yeah, or well, they stole it from us. Well, they time have been known to travel through time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It reminds me of a democracy coma. Hang on. Why did you not have a problem that, like, Forever Delayed has, has like... Are we stopping mid-track yeah, for on. this? <laughs> yeah. Why did you not have a problem that Forever Delayed had, uh, like, a design for life on it, even though we'd already heard it? That's a best stop. Play the song. If, if I get this album wrong, yeah. of what era it was from, I'm going to run through those French doors as fast as I can okay. through the glass. Okay. Generation Terrorists. I agree. Le- Correct. Thank God, because I didn't want to commit to that. <laughs> That'd really hurt, mate. But like, yay, with that, a point. With that like nice sort of clearer production, like obviously like real drums and stuff. Uh, I like yeah. that. It's a bit chuggy. Bit of a sign of where they're going to go on gold against soul. Now, now, now. Yeah, a bit of metal. It's definitely a B side. Um, Although you know they could have put it on instead of Damn Dog, I suppose. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, or they just could have cut off that album. But it's uh, it's got a lovely solo. It does have a nice solo. Yep. Lucas is giving me the face. Abs- absolute painful B side. 
is the words that I wrote down. How do you mean painful B-side? Just It's painfully like it's, a B-side. It's just, it's just a B-side. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so fucking a B-side that I'm just like... It's just a yeah, B-side. Just, I just... 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 <laughs> get rid of it. For sure. <laughs> get rid of this B-side from this B-side collection. <laughs> Down. Lucas's favourite track from that EP when it, you know, the original version. Oh, spoilers. Now he can't guess what era it's from. Well, it's not from that I mean, era. Yeah, I think it's from... Gen Terror, then. I think it's from the Heavenly Era. Correct. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what those words even were until you said them yeah. a minute ago, but, I mean, it just makes sense. If it's from that shit EP, that it would from that little window between what, the EP um, and the album. Yeah. I, what, I think what single? What was the single? What was the A-side? Um, you Love Us. The, the heavenly oh, cool. version. There is another. Ver- there is the original version of You Love Us out there, which you haven't heard yet as well, Lucas. Yet? Uh, well, you haven't heard. I know. Yeah. Never. There you go. And you never will. <laughs> <laughs> it did remind me I need to go back and listen to this EP, because I quite like it. Yeah, I think they sound really good here. Um but again, it's just sort of a bit of filler, isn't it? It's a B-side, it's a curio. Uh, I got a lot of mileage out of it the first time I heard it. But um, but is there fine. not a more valid actual B-side to I think that this? there is, yes. I think that there are better B-sides than yeah. maybe sort of like a handful of the ones that are on here. Um, but, you know, these are the choices they made. Uh, well, I can tell. I can say they're wrong. Do something about it. All right. Why don't you do something about it? Why don't well, you perfect gonna, your gonna... own time-travelling machine and do something we're gonna about it? We're going to get... Well, when we get Nicky Wire on this podcast, which, I mean, I imagine he listens. Oh, they all listen. I think that yeah, they, they meet yeah. up every week um, and, yeah. listen. and listen together. Yeah. 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 So, For sure. So, Nick, For when, sure. you come on, when you come on, we'll talk about the, your choices on this collection. Yeah, absolutely. I call him, I call him uh, N-dubs. Do you? Yeah. That's just why I call him because it's Nicky W, Nicky Nicky Wire. That's just a little joke we have together. Yeah, it's nice. It's me, nice me that you Nikki. have those kind of those yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those yeah, does, yeah. Is his name Nick, or is his actual given name Nick? Nicholas Jones. It's Nicholas. Yes. His name's Nicholas. Yes. yes. Okay. Nicholas Allen okay. Jones. Oh, that's such a like a strong classic name. What a classic yeah. name. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt Lucas saying that oh this is how I felt by uh, this point. So I felt that's weird because <laughs> that's weird because my first notes <laughs> Hello 
Of my mind. Can I shock you? Mm. I, this is how I, I was bored out of my mind listening to that song. <laughs> At this point of the album, I was bored. Uh, it's too long. I was getting bored. The title of this song is exactly bored. how I felt yeah. when I felt. I yeah. was at this, this point. Yeah. It's not. It's not great. It's too long. Too long an album. I know it's not an album. It's but not an album. Um, it's a compilation. There's a little little guitar licky soloy bit at the end, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, Lucas, I imagine, didn't get to the end. I got um, to this. Some of us actually put in the work for this episode and didn't just listen to the tracks once. What, uh, what well, era? That's just do you, you then. What era do you think it's uh, from? Steve. <laughs> oh, Lucas doesn't want to show his cards. I think. Know your enemy. That's I th- I think okay. purely <laughs> I think yeah. purely because I think the the voices the vocal sounds so. they sound young I yeah, think, I think it's generation terrorists it is generation terrorists yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fine am I the am I the better Mannix fan fine I'm not mad it's because it's because you you are you know you just have that uh, thing of recognizing little. Things I think I, it's, I Steve needs uh, Adam to tell him what to recognise. That's the thing. Well, I'm having to think this on the spot. I wasn't doing this game. Well, uh, if some of us did the research, well, not the research. That would we that weren't would, that asked would be cheating. I did my notes though. <laughs> I listened to the song a few times. I did. Sounds like you read on Wikipedia. I read some notes. I even specifically said to Adam. Yeah, but you knew there was brackets today. next to the songs. That had the area. Yeah, because I went on Wikipedia and went, oh, it's so, and you read it and all. then scrolled yeah, read, up and then yeah, scrolled you read up. It all. Yeah, you read it all. You read it all and you're, you're cheating and I'm the best. It feels a bit sort of overproduced in that sort of generation terrorist way as well that I think doesn't do the song any sort of favours. Well, the thing with the song is that when I was listening to it, I was bored yeah. out of my mind. Oh, Brilliant. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Touch it and 
Was that? Yeah. Was that nibbling at your nostalgia nubbin at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It's very Western. Is it? And it's. I mean, the lines are just. I wasn't a horse, mate. But Steve, he said the words. He said the words. Just a kid. Did that not make the hairs on your arms stand up? Just you saying that did. A kid kicking around. Genuinely, can we get you like an MRI scan, and they'll put. Like images in front of your face of like a kid in a meadow playing with a kite, and like some other stuff, and then in front that of that sounds like, like something they do to criminals. And then in front of like a, a normal person, and just to see like what in your brain is reacting so differently to nostalgia than the average man. I would say Jeez. I'm not the only one. A kid kicking around in the autumn leaves, kicking a football mm. jumpers for goalposts. That is an actual. That is the actual oh, lyric. Man. Uh, just a kid. I'll start, I'll start crying. Just a kid acting <laughs> like I used to be. Oh, oh imagine, Steve! Remember, remember when you were guys, a kid? remember, guys, remember when the summers used to last forever, guys? Oh, oh, do you remember? And you go and knock on, you go around on your bike, and you knock on your friend's door. Is Adam coming out to play? No, he's in the basement. <laughs> and we've locked him down there. Um, it's, you know, be really accurate. Some, some years of oh, my childhood. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and you know. You know, just just guys. You know, it's guys. unusual for a house in the UK to have a basement, Adam. That's quite impressive, actually. Are you so... quoting one of my favourite films at me? What? There's a great bit in Zodiac, um, the David Fincher film, uh, with that line. It's unusual for houses in California to have a basement. Oh, that's a complete coincidence. Have you guys I've seen never Zodiac? Never seen it. I've seen like. Yeah. I, what a horrific stabbing scene. Don't spoil yeah, it. Yeah, really awful. First of all. Well, oh, spoilers. Oh. The Zodiac Killer stabs people. <laughs> uh, I, I've been in the room whilst it's been on. Right, sure. Good story. I've not seen it. <laughs> what the fuck? What, what era, is it? What uh, era do you think Just a Kid is from? Oh, at this point, I don't give a fuck. It's shit Go game. on, throw out a guess. <laughs> oh, know your enemy. I also actually think Know Your Enemy, legitimately. It is Know Your Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. It feels like Know Your Enemy, right? It feels like uh, very uh, crunchy. I like it a lot. I don't know what you mean, but I actually don't mind this one, considering its placement, as we know. It would have definitely fit on like one half of the proposed Know Your Enemy double album sort of of thing. Yeah, I like the little, is it, I mean, yeah, the chorus, I guess. Yeah, I mean sure. it probably is a chorus. I'd guess you call a it a chorus. chorus. Yeah, it's a yeah, chorus. You mean the chorus? Yeah. Yeah. The bit yeah, I mean, in the, the middle the... that repeats. Yeah, yeah, it's the chorus. The bit that's the chorus. <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Yeah. I quite like it. With the title of the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you not get Western vibes from it? I get, I get the country. Yeah, I get the like country Western type thing. Yeah, like I'm on the plains. I don't does that make you Steve? Does that make you nostalgic for that time you were on the plains in the eighteen fifties? That time back in, in the, the Wild West. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose I get more Western vibes from um, sepia, but I, I suppose it's because it's because is that of, because yeah. of the color that everything in the West was sepia. And also, he says, just like a moment in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, I'm perpetually stuck in a sepia film. Yeah, yeah. perpetually. Mm. Um, I really like that one. I like I like Just a Kid. It makes my yeah. um it makes my Know Your Enemy reshuffle double album uh Palooza. I've just realised you've made that album, haven't you? You've made the Know Your Enemy proposed double album playlists. 
based yeah. off of what you assume would have been on each album. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Door you, to the river. Are you going to put them course, on uh, yeah. on the twits? No. Did you already do it? And I missed it. <laughs> they're not. Um, a lot of the tracks that I would include on there aren't on Spotify, so I can't. That's unfortunate. Mm. Sorry, guys. Um, Anyone who wants it. them, Adam will just send you the tracks. Adam, sure. isn't this? Yeah. Adam isn't, sort you isn't out. this a cover of the Simple Plan song? I'm going to preempt this song, like whatever Lucas is going to say. Like, oh, by this point, I was ready to close my eyes. <laughs> At this point, I really was Valley Boy. You know that if you close your eyes, you can still hear music, I'm right? Feeling, I'm feeling like Her Majesty's prisoner right now. <laughs> Donkeys. <laughs> you can still hear music so I don't know why you would think I would say I wanted to close my eyes because have, I have, you, got, have you got it written on your notes though no I've got a oh. vaguely familiar question mark oh no yeah, the guitar piano. no the guitar riff the do 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 something it tickles a little mm. something in my brain hole there mm, something in your mind tank I like the piano yeah yeah, that's nice. I really responded a lot to any piano in <laughs> Manic Street Preachers songs, apparently. So and you're a piano yeah, this is pleasant. And, and oh, I'm a, it's funny you used to say that because I've, I've got some. Guy. I've got some opinions on pianos in a couple of tracks. Time. Uh, that what almost, era are you gonna? You guys gonna go with? Uh, hmm, I'm actually not confident here. Hmm. It's a weird one, to be honest. Like everything must go. No, you're enemy. I'm going to give Lucas half a point. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Because it's the B-side to to, uh, The Masses Against the Classes, which was between This Is My Truth and No, Your Enemy. So kind of feels like No, Your Enemy era, kind of feels like This Is My Truth. Steve, if you said This Is My Truth, I've given you half a point as well. Steve, how does it feel to know that you're not as good as me i'm i'm fine <laughs> about it great game guys i'm just uh, happy to be yeah, here i quite uh, that, that's that's okay that one the do 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 it's a lovely quite, little guitar line i like it yeah it's quite it's just a bit it's all it's a bit all right i mean it's nothing to write it also right. not, also i'm not gonna the know your enemy track list for me 
I'm not gonna give it too much praise. Like it's only okay, but it's okay, right? It's pleasant, but it's not going on any of your famed playlists. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not making the playlist. There's is there only... anything from this is making the playlist? Mister Carbohydrate. Uh, Mister Carbohydrate, and maybe Dead Trees and Traffic Islands. Not horses under starlight. Oh. We'll talk. We'll talk, okay. We'll <laughs> go into negotiations later. In December, when we clearly do our top tens of all time. Valley oh God, boy. Are we going to have to do an all, we're gonna have to do an all-time top ten when we're finished with this? Oh, yeah. I'm predicting mine won't shift much, because I'm predicting I'm going to respond less positively to the latter half of their career. But well, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, you guys have... You know, we've just talked about how Steve is into piano in Manic Songs, and Lucas, you're into strings, so I'm expecting... I'm expecting some stuff from Lifeblood and Send Away the Tigers. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. I mean, Send Away the Tigers, Steve's obviously... I mean, it's he's, yeah, well, he's biased. Never heard of it. Send Valley Away Boy. the Tigers? I hardly knew hers. Tigers. Valley Boy? I hardly... Valley Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a shame that's such a quiet intro. <laughs> Lucas, what was your I hardly know her the other day that really got me? Was it Corona? Cuba. I hardly know her. Oh, Cuba. <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> Top. Do you know what I really respond to in songs is a drum fill that goes dum 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 It does it a lot in this, and That's I love great. that. Was this one of um, Neil's top ten Welsh tracks? It was, yeah. Valley Boy, yeah. yes. So this is my truth, right? Yeah. Yes, Same. it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got that sort of spacey, sort of almost prog yeah. rock kind of feel it reminds me of no surface all feeling this i just got it because it was bit. about it's got a wales. bit of that yeah. i just figured it's probably about wales so it's probably this is my truth <laughs> yeah yeah that's well at least at least you've learned something along the way so yeah. far it's good yeah. it's got a lovely little slight tempo change i think for the solo oh does it and i you know really like like very slightly i think it might just be it just changes instruments 
but I'm pretty sure it, I'm almost certain it does, and I want to hear now. But um, I really liked it. It just made the solo really stand out. This is one of my favourites. I, I like this little run of um, of three towards the end here, just to close my eyes and Valley Boy. Um, yeah, I, I like them a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't, Valley Boy sounds like it would fit on This Is My Truth, but I just don't think there's any space for it. Yeah, that yeah. But I do I, I do like the lyrics of it. It feels like another sort of autobiographical Nicky uh extravaganza. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um here I am in Amsterdam. Uh, I like it here. They speak my language even though it's not my own. I think that's the lyric. Uh very nice. A nice vibe. Nibe. Yep, okay. We Her Majesty's prisoners. This one the album I feel like a bloody prisoner. Ceremonial rape machine. It's ceremony rape machine. It's not. Why would it be that? Because that's what the lyrics told me online. Right. <laughs> it's ceremonial rape machine. Why would it? Be yeah, that? I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Really horrible. But is that a Richie lyric? What a nice song. Like the way yeah. it's just like ceremonial rape machine. It's such like it's a sweet. catchy little. Uh, it's from the generation terrorist era from the holy bible era it's neither um it's from the motown soul. junk single so it's uh, heavenly uh, it's very early on in their career but so all, i get half a point uh no but already they well, have that's what you've done for lucas it's that's not fine. it's not for the heavenly ones actually yeah, it's fine it's, it's for lucas but, uh, <laughs> hey, go on carry on it's or shows that like very early on in their career they still had that uh like that command of like melody and and the piano in that is like dog really, shit is, is really nice oh <laughs> don't care next i really i really hate the plinky plonky piano in this do song. you do you think oh, it's just the production of it uh six of one half a dozen the other yeah what do you think i think of the plinky plonky piano i love it steve I love it. <laughs> does it remind you of a of a time gone by? Oh, don't. What does the line of ceremonial oh, rain machine remind you of? It reminds me of barbecues on the beach, having beers at the sun in sunset. 
and you and then and there's a and there's a girl there's a girl you like but you know in, but you kind of get, catch her eye oh wait hold on, i've just realized that where is that, to what we, where <laughs> is that going? i was trying to like think of a beer advert and then i realized that putting it next to ceremonial rape machine is probably not a good thing to say on microphone do yeah. beer adverts make you cry steve hmm that's a good question. Yeah, because I really could do with a beer right now. No, because yeah. of just the... Uh, on a beach, <laughs> having a yeah. beer in the sun. Oh, man, the sun's setting. Someone's got an acoustic guitar. And you and you, and you and touch your hand for the first time. You hold G hands. Chord. You hold hands and you feel that electricity. Uh. <sighs> Is it always sunny in your hypothetical memories of the yeah. past? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. always sunset. It's always yeah. sunset. Long grass, walking through long grass. Like in a farmer's field. It sounds oh. so. It's, so hang on. So it's sort of like sunset, and you're walking through a grass field, kind of just running yeah. your hands through the grass. Sounds a lot like Gladiator. Yeah, it sounds like it? the opening yeah. dream sequence. Sounds like Gladiator. It sounds like I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> or it sounds like the girl whose eye you are catching is Theresa May. Yeah, <laughs> being very naughty. Naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't thought about her for a while. I've got no time for this song. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, then. Steve, what do you think of it? I really like this one. Do you? I just, I, it, just the, that line does make me feel a bit sick. The juxtaposition of it against that sort yeah. of plinky plonky piano is really, uh, yeah. really uh, quite something. Ceremonial That brings us to the end of Lipstick Traces. Disc one. Disc one. Disc two, we're going to cover in the next episode. Uh, a bit like... The next episode. Like Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For those wondering, because it's obviously the most important through line to this entire episode, uh, the final scores. Uh, Lucas, oh. 11, Steve, <laughs> 4. Oh, come Ooh, on. I'm out. That is a kicking. That is a kicking. Um, so yeah, Steve we, didn't we, want to drop his mic because he didn't want to damage it. So he dropped, I think, his headphones I'm instead. Off, I've taken my headphones out. I'm out. He's out. Yeah, she can't hear us. Um, Don't you fucking hate Steve sometimes? No, I love him very much. I also I feel love, like I'm missing out. I now, love so both put him back of you in. very much. Oh, I think he's a. I think he's an absolute cockwomble. No, he's nice. It's just that stupid fucking haircut. Oh, like, oh, hey guys, oh, hey. what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, we had a little vote on our Twitter about how we were going to cover Lipstick Traces, and I think that the plan mm. amongst our listeners was to exhaust us so that we stop podcasting, because yeah. we're now going <laughs> to go and do the second disc of, of Lipstick Traces. And if, and if you guys who are listening now want to have a say on sort of like how we cover certain things on the podcast, then do head over to our Twitter, at Manix Podcast. You can also catch us on Instagram, at Manix Podcast. Uh, you can email us, manixpodcast at gmail.com. We read out pretty much every email that we receive, so if you want to, you know, write uh, write something that's probably going to get read out and isn't horrendously racist, and then please do drop <laughs> us a line. Um, uh, myspace.com forward slash lowercase x forward slash uppercase x Manix podcast uppercase x lowercase x. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Lastfm.com forward slash Manix podcast. We're also yeah. on Facebook. Um, if LinkedIn. Search for Do You Love Us. You can find it there. And thems are the plugs. Bebo. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we... Add me on MSN Messenger. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm at Manix Podcast. We live in urban hell and we destroy, destroy. rock and roll. Bye. Sean Bob. <laughs> <laughs>